Hi there. Welcome to episode 89 of the Wave Back Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. It's Halloween, and that means things are about to get spooky around here. Lock the door and close the shades because it's time for the fifth annual Wave Back Spooky Special. Five years, Matt. Yep. This is our fifth one of these. Yep, yep, yep. And there is no uh there's there's no shortage of spooky tracks to listen to. That is absolutely true. I don't think uh we've ever been at a loss to fill up an episode, which is great. It is great. Uh in fact this is actually a, a kind of a beefy one because uh uh well we we, we went with the listener request <clears throat> idea this time, which was a, a lot of fun. Uh, to, we've got a lot of tracks, so we're going to kind of scale back the chitter-chatter before getting to the music and, and get get to business here. So last year, we got a bunch of requests for songs after the episode aired, the Spooky Special 4 aired, uh, and I wrote them all down. <laughs> so this year, we're going to use your year-old requests to fill our playlist, <laughs> in addition to a couple of tracks, uh, well, actually, really just one track that we picked for good, for that I picked for good measure. Uh, and then everybody else, we did have a couple of newer ones. Um, I picked one request from each person who requested things. So uh, hopefully uh, everybody is, is happy with the, uh, the the choices that we made. I know I am, at least for the ones that I've listened to, because I have not listened to or even heard uh, the majority of these tracks tonight, I think. Um, several of them come from games I have little to no, uh, little to no experience with, but they come from a lot of... Uh, uh, composers and whatnot that I'm very interested in. So um, I don't know. Are you are you feeling are you feeling the spooky vibes, Mr. Matt? I mean, I'm I'm always feeling the spooky vibes. October just does that to me. <laughs> October first rolls around. There's pumpkins and leaves and chill in the air. And, yeah, mm, mm, chill in the air. <laughs> I am enjoying the fall weather now that it's finally you know not feeling like summer anymore. It's it's pretty spectacular. I will absolutely agree with you. It's nice to wear a hoodie or a light jacket. Ah. <sighs> I, I always say that my, my preferred weather would just be to wear a hoodie and drink hot chocolate all year long. Uh, you know, I can agree with you on that one. I like, like I said, I like wearing a hoodie. I have a, I have a Diggies jacket that I, I collect patches and I put them on. So I spend a lot nice. of time curating the look of it. So of course I want to wear it all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And summer rolls around then I can't wear my, you know, I. I, I will say that one thing I do like about the warmer weather is not wearing socks because I'm not a fan of socks. Agreed. But uh, I, I will happily wear socks so that I can be comfortable near a fire. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's a thing. I do like I like fire pits. I like fireplaces. I like flaming yep. torches. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so music let's talk about some video game music huh uh it's the halloween spooky special uh number five and our first request comes to us from mark lawrence that's right we poked a little fun at mark last time for requesting the fart noise uh fart noises of x-men for the sega genesis but this time uh he made a great request uh he requested a song called bats from conquer's bad fur day uh, which is a wonderful game that I have not replayed in uh, G since the N64 days. I never really played the Xbox remake. Um, uh, the track that he selected is, uh, like I said, it's called Bats. Uh, the soundtrack was done by Robin Beanland, who uh, worked on the uh, 
Donkey Kong Country games, uh, well, the first Donkey Kong Country, Jet Force Gemini, Sea of Thieves, uh, and more. And Mark is just a, a wonderful guy who I got to actually see for a little while a few weeks ago. I hung out with him and my buddy Mike, and we played some uh, some Smash Brothers and Untitled Goose game, and it was a lot of fun. So um, this is a pretty great suggestion, Mark. Let's give it a listen. Listen to the wonderful tones of the Nintendo 64, probably my least favorite sounding game system next to the, maybe next to the Master System. Uh, but good compositions, good composition. So here we go. Here is Bats. Enjoy. Thank you. 
was bats from conquer's bad fur day wow what a great way to start huh wow so so first and foremost conquer's bad fur day was was such a great game for the time i don't Uh, know if it like you you had said you you hadn't played the remake i didn't even realize there was a remake for xbox i might have to go hunt it down um it's expensive oh really and it's not the reason i didn't play it was because it's it's censored Oh, no, no, I'm not going to bother. Which uh, is so weird, because it's called uh, Live and Reloaded. It's like, it was. It looks really nice, the music's all remastered, but, like, the, the, the most of the curse words are bleeped out. Like, it still has most of the humor, but a bunch of the curse words are all bleeped out and stuff. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, this was on Nintendo 64, but you censored it for Xbox? What? So strange. Why? Why bother with the rating system, then? <laughs> anyway, um I used to love that game. I thought it was so irreverent and like ridiculous, uh, you know, <laughs> wonderful British humor. Yeah, I I'm deep down secretly British. Well, not anymore, <laughs> secrets out. Um From the early in the day to be talking about gothic architecture. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Just don't cuz this episode will go somewhere else. Um I used to love that game. Anyway, I don't remember this track at all, but this is a fantastic track. For the first time in the history of doing this show, I've actually written down notes about things I wanted to say. Oh, cool. So I did this for you guys. Um, I actually feel like this song could um, exist in the Castlevania music book. There's some uh, elements of this track that feel like they very easily... You could slip this into a Castlevania game and not tell me that it's actually from Conker's Bad for a Day and... I wouldn't know the difference. Um, it does work as a non-goofy track, you know? I, correct. You can kind of feel that sort of like Adam's Family, doom, 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 like kind of yes, uh, family goofy-esque uh, horror type stuff going on here. Mm-hmm. And just because you know the general... I don't remember this song in the game either, um, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest with you. Like, I remember Great Mighty Pooh. I remember you know those the big <laughs> numbers. But like this one's just not ringing a bell for me. And... When I listen to it, it's like, especially once the violin really gets going. Oh my like, god, yeah. I, as far as I know, that was programmed, you know? Like, I, I don't think this is a live recording, because the N64 didn't really do that. This was programmed. Like, wow. What a, Wow. But now, of Go, course, you're second-guessing that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to look into it a little bit more, but yeah, Wow. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Keep keep going. No, not at all. Not at all. Because you're saying a lot of the stuff that I was thinking. A lot of the uh, instrumentation, like the performance of things, I kept thinking the same thing too. Like, no, this that's that sounds like someone recorded a violin playing, like someone's performance. But they weren't doing that yet. This doesn't mean you know. It's to me, it's that damn good. Yeah, and I'm really blown really away good. by it. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to comment on was that dynamic break right up in the center when it's just like the cello, uh-huh. pu- yeah. uh huh, like uh, keeping pulse, you know, uh, keeping pace too, and then it builds, it slowly builds back up on itself. I thought that was absolutely fantastic, like to build suspense with music, to use the dynamic to your um, to your favor, to create, you know, what it is you want to create. It was it was just done so well. This is a great track. Thank you 
for uh, for throwing this out there. Yeah, seriously, Mark, really good call. Uh, I, I I I had originally had um, I don't know who requested it. Uh, it was a, a song from Donkey Kong sixty four in here, and I cut it to put this one in its place, Whoa. thinking that it was going to be at least something similar and. Phew, because I knew that it was the factory stage from Donkey Kong 64, which is like, you know, it's a decent enough spooky song. But mm-hmm. this one blows it out of the water. This was a, a worth really, really, it track really impressed me. I really enjoyed that one. And I didn't even think I was kind of going to it first because, you know, it starts off, like I said, with that kind of uh, oompa vibe to it going on. And I was like, yeah, yeah it's going to be a goofy little N64 uh, spooky track. But man, when it really got going, I was just like, holy crow, this is really good. So yeah, good good pick, Matt. Mark, you're Matt. Mark, yeah. yes, I answer to Mark. Mark though. Well, and I'm right. sure Mark answers to Matt. I, you know, what? I bet if I did that, he would answer, especially if I was talking directly to him, <laughs> like looking him right in the face. And he said, "Right, right Matt," face. and he's like, "Yeah, like <laughs> me, sure, Todd." You're, you're looking. At <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's uh. next? Well, what's next is, at least I think, was a request of yours from last year. Um, okay, sure. I, I had this one written down. Uh, my notes, uh, I don't know when I wrote th- this part, but it was uh, requested by Matt, maybe? <laughs> okay. Because uh, I know the two of us have talked about this game at least uh, a couple times in the past. Uh, and the song we're talking about comes from Doom 2, Hell on Earth. One of my favorites. Uh, wonderful, wonderful game. Uh, and the track we're talking about is called Running From Evil, which is the uh, the first track in the game, the uh, the first stage. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, this is this is all on par for me, so it very well yeah. could have been me. I, I'm going to go with it was yours uh, from last year, so let's... Let, let's you, you, this is credited to you. It is also cool. a pretty hard left turn from what we were just listening to. <laughs> uh, you know, we were listening to some very traditionally orchestral spooky stuff, and now we're going to be listening to some... Uh, uh, electric guitar uh, horror sounding stuff. Uh, this comes to us from Robert Prince, who of course worked on the original Doom, Duke Nukem 2, Axis and Allies, etc. Uh, and like I said, this is the stage one theme from Doom 2. It's called Running from Evil, and it's totally freaking cool. So let us dive in. This particular version comes to us from the original MS-DOS release. Uh, so here we go. Enjoy.
<laughs> That's running from evil. Oh, man. <sighs> How you doing, Matt? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty I'm doing pretty good. Uh having just replayed this game like, I don't know, last month or the month before, like jeez. I remember just diving into Doom 2, being so excited for just like, ah, oh, it's more Doom. It's just more Doom. This is so wonderful. And like this song, you know, just being its its normal self, like throughout the first chunk of it. And then the second half is just like and guitar solo for like two solid minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that guitar solo. So when it rolled on in, I just started chuckling basically the way you are to myself. Like, oh, all oh, the 90s. Look at it go. It's, it's <laughs> so trying cute. so hard. <laughs> go get it. Like, him. it's if this was being played on like real instruments, it would be pretty freaking rad, you know? Oh, absolutely. And it's like, it still is, you know, by definition rad because it is, it is such a product of its time. Um, but like, it's it's a cool guitar solo, man. Like it's it's not super technical, you know what I mean? But it just hits all these like it hits all these like wacky notes. Like when it starts hitting the really weird minor notes, like towards the towards the end of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's pretty awesome. I it's it's such a good like not necessarily spooky per se, but it's just like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kill some hell demons right now. Like we you're yeah, this is this is gonna be violent. Enjoy. Yeah, get the double barreled shotgun. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. It's it, there, it's a cool track, you know. There, there isn't. I think the funniest part, if if you can imagine something funnier than that guitar solo, is um the hi hat, not the hi hat. Excuse me, the uh, the crash cymbals. They're so mm-hmm. gated. Oh my god! They like they, <laughs> they go <are>. like, like who thought that? Apples. Yeah, MS DOS. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a product, a byproduct of space, but. <laughs> you know, Phil Collins would love that sort of stuff, like gated reverb on the drums and stuff. But God, but you remember hearing this for the first time, like back in the nineties? Oh my God, like, I was, I was, wow. my, my face was melting. I was like, Oh what? my God, this is awesome! Because video games didn't sound this good, especially for console gamers. You know, like me, I'm, we're listening to stuff that sounds vaguely like this on the Super Nintendo, but it's like it's super compressed. And then, like you know, this is coming out of my my computer, like not even coming off of a CD. It's just like, this is coming out of MS DOS and it's like, damn, this, this sounds freaking awesome. Yeah. I mean, again, I, we, I mean, you, if you know, doom, the whole soundtrack was all metal and stuff. And even the newer mm. ones, they rehashed a lot of the old tracks and just kind of, you know, gave them a, a nice, uh, spring cleaning and stuff like that. But that's, <laughs> uh, you know, that's, that's the, uh, the sound of the game. The game was always mm. like this, like, you know, chainsaw guitar, you know, game. So, yeah, it's less spooky horror and more just like violent horror, which uh, is one of the things I like most about Doom because I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of spooky horror. I never have been. Although I will say, to just kind of uh, trud- drudge up a little bit from last year when you uh, suggested a track from Resident Evil Four, uh, I hadn't played that game since the yeah. Wii, uh, but it just went on sale on the Switch and I bought oh. it. And like, oh man, took me a minute, but once I got back into it. Oh jeez, and I had to put it down because otherwise I'd never finish the other games I'm playing. But like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna pick that up and just blast through it because, jeez. And also, if you are a Switch owner, Doom Two: Hell on Earth is available on Switch for I think like five bucks. It's totally worth it. They just patched it so that the uh, the the music all sounds exactly as it's supposed to. And mm, big fat hairy thumbs up. 
Uh, I love the part. Uh, I love the new installment of Doom. I, I'm, oh, it's so good. I'm ashamed to say I hadn't picked up part two <laughs> yet, but it's on the list. Well, the, so. It hasn't come out. Um, the new uh, Doom Eternal hasn't come out yet. Oh, no? Well, then. No, it was supposed to come out in November, but it got pushed back to March. So, yeah, you're, you're still good. It was Doom 2016, and then it's going to be Doom Eternal in 2020. I got nervous there. I got nervous there. Yeah. Like someone's going to have to revoke my... Metalhead Doom Gamer card or something. I'll have to take a test or some. I don't know. <laughs> a new qualifying test. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to our next track, uh, taking yet another left turn uh, to something that is presumably very different from what we just listened to. I don't know. I'm not familiar with this. Uh, this track comes to us from a game called East 8. Uh, that is the Wanderers from East series. Uh, East YS, I believe East is how you're supposed to say that. Uh, the subtitle of this being Lacrimosa of Dana, because Japan. Um, <laughs> this track is called Night Survivor. Uh, from my research, tells me it is by Mitsuo Singa, uh, who, as far as I can tell, is is only only credits I could find on that person were this and a game called Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus. Wow. Uh, this track was requested uh, this year by Chris Murray. Uh, so thank you for your suggestion, and I'm looking forward to hearing just what the heck this is, because uh, I've always heard good things about the E-Series, and I've liked the few tracks that I've heard from it, uh, so let's give it a listen. Here is Night Survivor from East 8 Enjoy. <music>
Well, that was unexpected. <laughs> it most certainly was, actually. That was uh, that was not the uh, that was not as much of a left turn as I as I expected from uh, from that game, as, judging by its cover art. But I guess you know, never buy it, judge a game by its cover. Uh, phalanx. Yeah, phalanx. Yeah, there never. you go. Um, yeah, <laughs> that, that was that was pretty badass. <laughs> that was, that I, was the- I, honestly, yeah, I I went I in the early nineties. I went through like a, an electronic music phase. I was going down to the city and buying like these bootleg you know night at twilo and you know dj sets from guys that were spinning at webster hall and stuff like that and i just play them over and over and over again so this hit me right in that bread basket i was like huh. ooh, i remember you know early 90s video games with soundtracks like this and they're like you know, they're blasting color. I've never played this game. I don't know anything about this game. I don't even know what it looks like, but I assume they're just blasting colors at you. And it's like, it, it feels like it could be the soundtrack to something that's um, like a bullet hell game where you're just like weaving and dodging and it makes me anxious. Well, it's, but, a, it's a JRPG. And like, I mean, oh, geez, wow. This, way this music is anime AF. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. But it's, um, I mean, I'm looking at a trailer for it right now. I'm assuming this is from some kind of awesome boss battle or something uh, and it's current uh, this is not an old game this is on um uh, i think switch ps4 or xbox one maybe i know it's definitely on switch uh what else is east 8 on it is on yeah ps4 switch vita for some reason uh <laughs> windows android and ios uh, so yeah it's the latest uh the latest east game i think i don't think there's an east 9 yet but uh wow what a track huh that was uh uh, I really liked the you know the sound quality. I really liked. It. I, I definitely got a, a dash of the spooky from it. You know, it it was. Yes. Uh, it had just that right. I think it was the piano that was reminding me a lot of like modern Castlevania music. Um, got got exactly the right vibe for what we're going for tonight out of it. Uh, it was very cool. Um, and you know, good name, Night Survivor. Wow. Um, this comes from the Append Music Collection. Uh, I know nothing about what this game actually plays like, uh, and I know nothing about its context. Uh, but I can say that just from listening to the track on its own, it was uh, it was pretty fantastic. So thank you very much, Chris Murray, for your uh, suggestion there. Uh, very quickly, it says it's an action role playing game. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, and and I I looked up a little bit of footage. It looks like it could be a lot of fun, honestly. And and if this is any indication of what the rest of the soundtrack's like, I could totally see myself playing this. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember when it came out, thinking like I should really play an East game one of these days. And I hear this is the one to do. Uh, and it's funny because the next track we're going to be listening to comes from the Dragon Quest series, and Dragon Quest Eleven is a uh, same boat for me. Like you know what, I I I've always wanted to really get into Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest, and well. This should be the one that I get into, and, you know, obviously time is limited, but I digress. Um, shall we uh, Shall we move on? Of course. Let's Forge shall. forward. Forge ahead. This next track comes to us from Dragon Warrior 4, or Dragon Quest 4. Uh, the track is, uh, I found it listed as two different names. I've either seen it as Tower Theme or Cursed Towers. Uh, the track is uh, composed by... Koichi Sugiyama uh, is known for pretty much all the Dragon Quest games, as well as Evo Search for Eden uh, and Tetris 2 and Bomb Bliss. Uh, this track was requested by Aaron Hickman. Uh, thank you very much, Aaron. Uh, I have I own Dragon Warrior 4 and have never actually played it. 
<laughs> I got it in a lot uh, back, not really a lot. Uh, I bought it off of a customer of mine back when I worked at Funko Land, and she was she sold me complete in box in gorgeous condition. Um, uh, at the time, Super Nintendo, uh, just up to Super Nintendo. So it was Dragon Quest one, two, three, and four, and Final Fantasy one, two, and three, and Mystic Quest, all flawless condition in the box. Uh, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to play some Dragon Warrior, and I'm going to start with the first one. And then I never made it past the first one. Um, so. That was going to be my first question. How far did you get? Uh, not not very. So I definitely never made it to 4, which I hear is quite a tragedy because Dragon Warrior 4 is supposed to be very, very good. Uh, and I'm very excited to hear this song because I've never heard it before. Uh, what about you? you have any uh, uh, history with the series? My history pretty much goes like this. Um, I saw Dragon Quest 1. I didn't like the layout. I stayed away from the entire series. The end. Cool. All right. <laughs> I'm not a, so very very quickly. I'm not a fan of the way the first few games were set up when it came to fights. I guess maybe because one of the first things I ever played was um, Final Fantasy, and I liked the way that it was set up for the fights that way. You know, side by side instead Correct. of like the first person view. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, what's ironic is. I was, we were talking about, I started playing uh, Earthbound, and Earthbound set up that way, and I was like, oh, curses! But uh, that's it. That's my story. All right, well, let's give this a listen. Here is uh, Cursed Towers from Dragon Warrior 4. Enjoy. Thank you. 
that was Cursed Towers from Dragon Warrior 4. What a strange piece of music. Uh, I will definitely agree with you on that one. Um, but I will say this. It had a level of dynamic I was not expecting. I, same here. I, was, I wasn't really sure what to expect, especially after the song started. I didn't really know what to expect as far as like where it was going. Um, right. And it was it was strange. Um, and I wasn't really getting the spooky vibe until it kind of fell off at the end, you know, when it went into the weird, like, do, 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 do. like, it was, it was all right. This is, this is good and properly eerie. Well done. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a pretty good track. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. Um, I, I didn't know we were going to go that far back, <laughs> funny enough. Um, <laughs> so when it started and I started hearing like the old bleeps and bloops, I, well, you know, cause the first few tracks we've listened to were pretty, you know, up to date, uh, well, okay, maybe not Doom, but <laughs> <laughs> we've actually hit. This is the the fourth track, and we've hit the fourth different generation. You know, we've gotten uh, N sixty four, right? Nineties yeah. PC. Uh, let's see, two thousand one, nineteen ninety four, two thousand nineteen, and now nineteen ninety. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, uh, but regardless, though, it was, it was very interesting. Um, I don't have much really to say about it. Yeah, I guess I don't really either. It was um. I did enjoy it. it. It certainly didn't, you know, blow my hair back, uh, which, uh, you know, thank you, Bubsy. Whatever blows your hair back. <laughs> yep. Uh, but it's a. It, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It certainly makes me more curious to hear more of this game's soundtrack. Um, and I do know that this game was actually like fully remade uh, on the 3DS. I think. I don't know. I really want to spend some time with this franchise uh, because it's it's you know Kira Toriyama's artwork. I love this kind of classical storytelling and this kind of a uh, you know traditional turn-based RPG. I don't really mind the uh, the the first-person viewpoint, especially since you get to see the you know with a big Toriyama artwork with it. And um, I don't know. This was a this was a neat and interesting piece. So thank you, Aaron Hickman, for the request. Yeah, thank you. Let us continue this train a-moving. The next track comes to us uh, by request of Mr. Fredo Alvarez. Hey! Fred, what's how up, you buddy? Uh, this is a request from Xenogears. The track is called The One Who, T- the one who Is Torn Apart. Uh, this is, of course, written uh, composed by Yasunori Mitsuda of Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross, the Inazuma 11 series, Xenoblade Chronicles, etc. Um... Xenogears is a game that I have very little uh, actual playtime with. I put Same. maybe about two hours into it, maybe an hour or two, um, way back way back when. Uh, it, it was I played very little of it when it first released, and then maybe about a year after it came out, I picked it up and tried to put some time into it, but there were so many random battles, I couldn't get anywhere. And I found myself incredibly frustrated by it, which was kind of a heartbreaker because I really liked the character designs. I was very interested in hearing about the story, especially with its tertiary ties to the Chrono Trigger series. Um, And, of course, Mitsuda's music, which I was a a fan of. Uh, So I'm excited to hear this track because I can guarantee you I've never heard it before. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Same here. And uh, the similar story with you. Always wanted to play it, never actually did. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's kind of like the story of my life, though. There's all these things that, uh, <laughs> you know, the laundry list of games that, you know, you're never going to put a dent in, the, the, the stacks of books you'll never crack open, movies that'll go unwatched, mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, it's well, let's sad. go ahead let's and play uh, the music. Let's let's solve this problem right now. So here is from Xenogears, the one who is torn apart. Enjoy.
That was The One Who Is Torn Apart from Xenogears, and I really liked that one. Absolutely. I, I won't lie, though. I sat here and I was kind of hoping for something else to happen. Even though I was looking at the waveforms, uh, I knew nothing was going to happen. But I, it always felt like something was about to happen, which I guess lends itself to why, um, you know, it's on our spooky list. Because it always mm-hmm. feels like something, there's some level of anticipation, some level of suspense for something to happen. But it, it never comes, which could be scarier than something that actually does come? I don't know. <laughs> this really strikes me as like, I mean, it definitely fits the spooky motif. Uh, and it reminds me, especially that little bendy bass sound is such a, yeah. it's such a, uh, it, it is such a Yasunori Mitsuda move, you know? Like, the, I can hear that in Chrono Trigger, and I can hear that in Chrono Cross. Like, it's just something that happens in those so- in songs from those games. And so it's it just kind of fills me with that pseudo-nostalgic feeling. But knowing that Xenogears is an RPG, I can just tell this is one of those songs that plays during some sort of, like, exposition dump uh, where something creepy or mysterious is happening. And uh, I I just really, I really dug it. I, I um... Yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it besides it's just, it's, I love Mitsuda's music and it is very pretty and very, uh, just kind of uneasy sounding, you know, like it's very eerie, uh, is this, I think the right word for it. Yeah, I think eerie kind of nails that one right on the head. Um, you know, everything you just said is, is, I'm gonna basically say I'll mirror that too, um, there is, I won't lie, I think it's because of the um, instrumentation. There's that kind of crystalline sound that mm-hmm. they, they use the uh, delay to kind of bounce. And they use the 360 spectrum to bounce it around, too. It makes yeah. me think uh, that if you'd played this during our you know, winter special, it would have fit right in as well. Yeah, it does have kind of a cold feeling to it. Yeah. yeah. Which, again, lends itself to that idea of spooky, too. You know, yeah, I feel like it could definitely it it definitely would work in either direction there. But uh, hey, uh, Fredo, great pick, man! Thanks. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful track. Um, boy, I'm having a lot of fun with these tracks we haven't heard yet. Yeah. Uh, so let's keep that train moving. Be with another request. This was a last year one from Alex Wyzek. Uh and this comes to us from Time Splitters. Nice. Uh, and uh, the track is called "The Mansion of Madness." Uh, the track is by Graham Norgate, uh, who worked on Killer Instinct, GoldenEye 007, Donkey Kong Land. Uh, it's an ex-rare uh, employee, and uh, I, I like a lot of uh, Norgate's music, so I've never played Time Splitters before, because I was never really much of a first-person shooter fan. So, I don't know, what about you? you do you have any history with this? Um, no, honestly, I'm not. I'm, I'm familiar with the series, but I've never actually played it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just again one of those things. I think right around the end of the PlayStation One's kind of um, shelf life into the PlayStation Two, and sorta, I really wasn't playing video games. I guess there was a period where I was essentially just working and being a degenerate and hanging out with my friends and drinking. I don't know, you know, fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was then, I guess. I don't have much to show for it, but <laughs> this isn't that podcast. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely missed this, but I am familiar with the franchise. Or uh, franchise, I'm, I'm familiar with the series, so I'm, I'm excited. Definitely excited. 
Cool. Well, then let's give it a listen. Here is The Mansion of Madness from Time Splitters. Enjoy.
Well, uh, that is the Mansion of Madness from Time Splitters, uh, which is certainly fits the spooky category. Uh, I, I think that one takes the cake. Uh, in in the spookiness factor, absolutely, it fits that like a drum. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I I I can't say that I found anything particularly special about this one. Um, this could just very much be me. This just this is so outside of my sensibilities as far as the type of stuff that I appreciate. It just sounded to me like you went to um, you know a party store and bought miscellaneous Halloween sounds and. <laughs> you know, CD volume six to play to scare the trick-or-treaters it's not bad um but it, it just it did it did nothing for me um but I am a I'm a very to to put it in perspective I am just a very poor judge of this type of thing uh what, what did you think of this I think what you said is friggin hysterical um <laughs> volume six um uh, all joking aside there uh I actually think that the track is genuinely frightening. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'll give you that. The I, big thuds and stuff, like, whoa. That, that are seemingly random. Like, I, I suppose if you uh, were playing this game and this was what, you know, was playing as a backing track to whatever you were doing, I would probably get, like, Doom vibes. I'm like, oh, man, this is kind of kind of put me on the edge of my seat. I, I would, I think I would dig it a lot. Um but you know, disembodied from the game, it's it, you're right. It, it is it seemingly just a bunch of um, orchestrated, you know, jump scare, cheap sounds and things like that. But that's not to say that it's a cheap track or anything. Not to be confused with cheap trick. Hi oh, um, sorry. <laughs> but uh, there was one element of it when towards the end, and you got kind of that xylophone. It really made me think of like. Danny Elfman's entire body of work. Huh. There was something about it that I got like, um, and it's probably because of the xylophone against the atmospheric tones that I got like, uh, you know, Beetlejuice, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, Batman Returns. I don't know. They, but I was so, just thinking Batman Returns was exactly what I was thinking. I got a lot of that, that vibe from from that specific thing you're talking about, the xylophone against the strings, yeah. Probably because xylophones uh, maybe are conducive to Christmas. Batman Returns takes place during Christmas. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe I'm stretching. But, uh, yeah, I, I wrote down, quote, genuinely frightening, end quote. So, <laughs> mission accomplished. Yeah. Um, sorry, I I didn't love it more, but I, I definitely appreciate it, and it was a very good choice for this episode. Thank you, Alex Zwizek. I'm I'm definitely in the same boat. Yeah, thanks, Alex. Okay, uh, next one. I really don't know what to expect from. <laughs> nope. Uh, this was a this was kind of a shocker. This is not not a game that has ever been. I've never put any thought into this game. Uh, the, this game is Toy Story Two for the PlayStation. Uh, the track is Mini Boss Theme. Uh, this was written by, uh, in the game credits, is Swallow Studios, which is uh, two gentlemen, Andy Blythe and Martin Joustra, I think is how you pronounce that. Uh, this duo has worked together on lots of games, including Mickey Mania, Crash Wrath of Cortex, and Finding Nemo, etc. Uh, and this was requested by Carly Seleski on our Facebook page. Um, so yeah, not really sure what to expect out of this one, but... Nope. Uh, 
let's let's do it right i was intrigued i was like all right you want to you want to play some playstation toy story 2 let's do it let's dive in (laughs) so here we go here's mini boss theme from toy story 2 enjoy was mini boss theme from toy story 2 for the playstation and i rather enjoyed that track what a triumphant ending yeah that was like you beat the mini boss yeah it sounds like you beat multiple mini bosses <laughs> how, how triumphant that was um so i'm gonna make a confession in that i've never seen a single toy story movie oh goodness yeah they're, they're quite good i have come to understand and one of these days i will sit down and watch all of them um, and then of course this goes without saying that I've never played the video games. Um, this music was very, uh, impressive for video game music. You said this came off of the, what system? PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1, huh? 
Yeah, CD quality sound, man. They were yeah, they were really hitting it. They, yeah, good good job. Yeah, absolutely. This is just a beautiful orchestration and and composition. Just very well written. Um, yeah, it was it was you know just the right amount of fun, but it was definitely spooky. You know, yeah, we definitely yeah. got those um, those uh, almost Danny Elfman esque spooky kooky right. vibes coming off of this one. So yeah, I, it definitely fits the motif, and it was uh, it was it was fun. It was a fun song. It had good instrumentation, you know, the big big what tuba sound that bump bump bump. It was good. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Well, when you put it that way. No, I, I think it was a fantastic track. Thank you for uh, putting it in front of us. Yes, thank you, Carly. That was a, I never, ever would have heard this song had nope. it not been for you. Um, Absolutely. It was, a, it was a very good and memorable track. Yay! <laughs> All right, let's keep this train a-moving. Uh, the next tr- request comes from Greg Pollander. He is requesting a song that we have played on this show before. Uh, and that is from Shadowgate for the NES. That was back Aww. in episode 76. Yep. Actually, it wasn't that long ago. No. Um, it was, uh, I don't know, what episode are we on? 89? 89. So, yeah. All right, it was a little while ago, but yeah, Shadowgate. Uh, the track you request. episodes. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Spooky. Yeah. The track <laughs> being suggested here is Subterranean Cavern. Uh, the tr- track was by uh, Hiroyuki Masuno from North and South, Top Gear, Phalanx. Uh, you've heard us talk about this already if you are a fan yep. of the show. Uh, and if you are new to the show, check out episode 76 for more of this music. So in the meantime, let's give it a listen. Here is Subterranean Cavern from Shadowgate. <laughs> Shadowgate. Uh, I mean, we probably shouldn't spend a lot of time on this one because nah. we've already spoken about it at length. But uh, that is, uh, mm, mm-hmm. I I really like that track. I really like that. There are a couple of uh, old Nintendo songs that have this very specific feeling that make me very uneasy, um, and that fits right squarely in that category. <laughs> just like 
this I don't, I don't I just don't know. It's just this overwhelming sense of dread, and there's like um, a track from Goonies two that makes me feel that way. Uh, some Zelda two, like there's just something about properly creepy ape-it music that is really really unsettling to me and uh which is impressive thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> which is impressive because it's 8-bit music and to be able yeah. to recreate a sense of dread in a you know a human being is especially 30 40 years later you know yeah uh i'm only gonna say this and we can definitely move on that's just one of the coolest tracks like ever written you know go back and listen to the episode you'll hear all my thoughts on that soundtrack but, yeah but uh subterranean caverns such a great track good one thanks greg all right the next track is uh, is a song that i've heard before because i know i've gotten at least this far in this game but i don't remember it off the top of my head so i'm looking forward to hearing it uh the track comes to us from the game super meat boy hey the track is, the track is called chad's broken wind <laughs> Which, yay. Uh, the composer was uh, Danny Baranowski, uh, Binding of Isaac, Cave Story 3D, Crypt of the Necrodancer, Cadence of Hyrule. Um, I'm a fan of this guy's work. Uh, I haven't played Super Meat Boy in a while, even though I keep buying it. <laughs> so, I haven't bought it on Switch yet, so uh, I guess that's my latest excuse. But this was requested by Alex Messenger. Uh, and yeah I'm, I'm stoked let's give this one a listen i love this game i love this game and i can't wait to hear this music again because like i said i know i've at least gotten past this is chapter two dark world i know i got past that so let's give it a listen here's chad's broken wind from super meat boy enjoy <laughs>
was Chad's Broken Wind from Super <laughs> Meat Boy. That That's name will not make me not name, laugh. Right? It will not <laughs> make me never laugh. There's too many negatives. Oh, well, that was wonderful. That was awesome. That was really freaking good. I yeah, I, I vaguely remember this song. Like I said, it's been a long time since I played uh, Super Meat Boy. Um, and it's funny because... I spent so much time listening to and pouring over and making a damn overplay for um, the Cadence of Hyrule soundtrack, right? I loved that. And now hearing this music, it's like I'm hearing this music again for the first time um, because I'm hearing this all these influences now that I'm more familiar with Crypt and the Necrodancer and Cadence of Hyrule. It's like, oh, okay. This really kind of, I, I have much more of a sense of his style. And, ooh, this is really good, really good. I'm familiar with Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy. I've never played it. I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. After hearing this Super one, fun. yeah. After, after hearing this one track, now I have to go and play it. So this is certainly like on my next to play. Matter of fact, as soon as we're done with this, I might even uh, go searching for it just to see if I can get to playing it. You know, in the next twenty. Yeah, it's hours. not very expensive. Uh, it's very. It's got a great sense of humor. It's n- it's not one of those like. It's one of those you, you don't have to, you know, beat because you're going to be, you know, lost in the story if you put it down and pick it up a year later. Like, you right. can just pick it up whenever because it's just, it's just very, very basic um, controls and you just, you know, get from point A to point V. That, that's the end of it. And it is very delightful and I'm sad that I haven't bought it yet for Switch, but, you know, there's so many other games to play and I already own it two or three times over. I was you know, going to say, right? if you just keep buying it, you're... You'll never <laughs> you will inevitably buy it for Switch, and you'll have it for Switch as well. That's true, and then that's probably where I'll play it. But anyway, uh, thank you, Alex. Uh, that was yeah, a man. great, great pick. Uh, we are running long, so let's keep this yep. going because uh, I do eventually want to get to bed. Also, just you know, so everybody knows how dedicated I am to this show. The Star Wars trailer dropped about four minutes ago mm. as the time of this recording, and I will not watch it until I'm done recording this episode. That's how much I love you, people. That's how much that. I love you. Don't ever say <laughs> that we never did anything for you or something. I don't know. I, I got Sure. It. Sure. So uh, this next track uh, is from Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door, requested by Matt Flamger who uh, was nice enough to remind me that he requested it because I couldn't figure out who requested it. (laughs) But I knew someone did, and he did. Uh, The track is called Twilight Town. Like I said, this is from The Thousand Year Door by Yoshito Hirano uh, of Codename Steam, Nintendo Puzzle Collection, and various Fire Emblem games. Yuka Tsujiyoko uh, from Pokemon Picross, Tetris Attack for Game Boy, also various Fire Emblem games. Uh, and Saki Haruyama, who worked on Super Paper Mario, sound effects on Kid Icarus Uprising, and, you guessed it, various Fire Emblem games. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I've played almost none of this game, uh, and from what I hear, it is, like, no- notably the best of the Paper Mario games, is what most people think. So, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing this track. So let us give it a listen. This is the dark and gloomy Twilight Town. Enjoy. Hey. 
was The Dark and Gloomy Twilight Town. And it was indeed dark and gloomy. That was from Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door. And I must say, I really liked the instrument choice in that one. Whatever that kind of synthy uh, sound for the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I-, I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. And I thought it gave it a really cool, still spooky, but still very video gamey vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh I was uh, I was fond of this track very very much so. <laughs> I like that you used the word fond. Um, this was a really good one. I have no uh, experience with Paper Mario or, or any of the Paper Mario series, so I can't really add much there. But, but this is a song. This is a track that like I hear it and I want to play the level, play the part, whatever, wherever it comes from. I want to play it because. This song is that good. I agree with you. The instrumentation choices were perfect. Um, the whole idea of less is more. There's, you know, a lot of stuff that they're not doing that would maybe overcomplicate this. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just it's sparse enough, and I think it's perfect. Just a perfect piece of music, and it it definitely sits right with uh, the concept and the idea of the episode spooky stuff. This is certainly a song that has suspense in it this is a song that certainly builds um suspense it's it's a really really good track matt thank you yeah well well chosen very well chosen this is a this is a cool one and another one i probably would not have heard for a very long time <laughs> yeah right had it not been uh, requested for this because uh, nintendo seems to never want to uh release thousand year door again for any platform but gamecube so ah <sighs> less sigh Okay, uh, next up, next up, ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one that I'm actually familiar with, because uh, Dan and I played this for Stone Age Gamer. This is comes from <laughs> Gremlins 2 for NES. Gremlins 2, this is a Sunsoft joint for the NES. Uh, therefore, the track is done by one of my all-time favorites, Naoki Kodaka. Batman the Video Game, Journey to Silly, yeah. Blaster Master, just really, really awesome stuff, uh, and this game has a pretty pretty cool soundtrack to to match up with that uh this was requested by bedroth over on discord um so thank you for this selection and let's listen to ventilation shafts from gremlins 2 enjoy
there you have ventilation shafts from gremlins 2 talk about something that just fits the the general vibe of gremlins you know that's exactly what i was thinking it's it's getting nails that vibe so perfectly what a cool song i i have to point out that baseline you know we always talk about the baselines that baseline was really good it is like the sound uh used for it the instrumentation whatever you want to call it was like like perfect and it just sat like right where it should in a mix mm-hmm. yeah good good track man yeah I, I guess i personally don't have a ton to say about it um no i, I, I don't think there's much to say though yeah you know it, it just it it just kind of gets the gets the job done it's uh you know it's gremlins if you've never seen gremlins Go see Gremlins and see Gremlins too. I haven't seen these movies since I was a kid, so I don't know how well they hold up. Mm. But uh, I do know that I used to think Gizmo was awesome, and I was just rooting through uh, some old episode uh, episodes, uh, some old issues of Nintendo Power, and I got to the one where they talked about this game, uh, and I was like, eh, Gremlins too. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty wild game. It's not bad. Um, and uh, the soundtrack is is pretty awesome. So uh, I will have to I do say this, that it just I, I just noticed this on um, my iTunes. Uh, I, I have this not just credited to Naoki Kodaka. I also have the names Nobuyuki Hara and Shinichi Seiya attached to it. I don't really know what their involvement was, uh, what they added to this or any of the tracks in the game. But just for the sake of saying their names, because I want to get as many names out there as possible for credits purposes there you go bedroth uh thank you very much for this selection i rather enjoyed it uh as i rather enjoy this game all right let's let's keep going we got two left yep home stretch home stretch so this next one comes to us from alex days uh friend of the show uh and this comes to us from dark souls 3 a game that i would also have never heard music from because i've never played a dark souls game same and I just don't see myself ever doing it. You know, uh, there's tons of memes and things that just paint the game as one of the most frustrating experiences ever. So I can't imagine being like, yeah, let me just dive into that. <laughs> I, I got to say, it's not for lack of interest. It's just yeah. lack of more interest than almost anything else to play. <laughs> you know, I'd literally, <laughs> literally rather play something, anything because I, like, I, I know it's going to be punishing and yeah. like I think to myself if I was maybe 10-15 years younger this would mm-hmm. be absolutely my jam but something that I really have to put this much effort grinding into that isn't a 2D platformer uh, is just not my cup of Dark Souls so uh, <laughs> so let's jump in to Deacons of the Deep this is by Yuka Kitamura who also worked on Bloodborne Armored Core Verdict Day and Sekiro uh, and Motoi Sakuraba who worked on Beyond the Beyond Tales of Fantasia and various Mario Tennis games okay Uh, quite the uh, quite the resume there so here's Deacons of the Deep from Dark Souls 3 enjoy
Yikes. That was Deacons of the Deep. Uh, boy, that really fit, that fit, fit like a glove in this episode, huh? That. Uh, yeah. Matt and I both remarked that that was the first church bells we've heard in this whole episode, yep. which is pretty wild considering that they are nice and spooky. Uh, yeah. Ooh, woohoo. That, uh, that was a good one. That was, uh, you know, very uh, what it was. <laughs> it was it, some nice... Uh, Classic spooky music there. If I may, uh, I think maybe what you're looking for is thick and rich. Yes, that that song is rich. so full, and like mm-hmm. I, I can't even explain like where my head went with all that. Like I was seeing all kinds mm-hmm. of weird and crazy stuff. Like, um, but that is that the song sounds. Uh, what's the word? Ginormous. If it's possible. It, it does. It sounds very epic, very big, very imposing. Sweeping and like imposing. Absolutely. Like I, maybe it's the organ and the choir combined. that makes me start thinking of like cathedrals and churches again. The name of it was uh, Deacons of the Deep. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But it felt very big and claustrophobic at all at once. Agreed, yeah. It definitely sounded like something that I would get murdered to. <laughs> this is the soundtrack where of, of my death. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, great pick, Alex. Uh, thank you oh, very hands much. Hands down, hands down. Yeah, yeah. very, very good pick. Uh, and another song I never would have heard had it not been for you guys. Uh, so thank you for sharing all this wonderful music with me. Yeah, uh, and- Absolutely. Uh, so let's. This next one is our last track of the evening before we send you off with our our credits sequence or whatever you want to call it. Uh, this was my pick. <laughs> I got to pick uh, exactly one one song for this episode, and this is one that's been on my mind uh, for the last month or so since I played this game. Uh, this comes from the 2019 remake of The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening uh, by Rio Na- Rio Nagamatsu, uh, who worked on. A pretty wild range of stuff, uh, including Wii Play, Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds, and Mario Kart 8. Uh, This was a remade version of... uh, All the music was remade from the original Game Boy 1 on the Switch. Uh, The original composition was by uh, Minako Hamano of Super Metroid, Donkey Kong Country Returns, and Brain Age fame, uh, I think. Because I've seen several... uh, Some individual track breakdowns for the original Link's Awakening, but I haven't seen anything for this specific track. Uh, the composer could theoretically also be Kazumi Totaka or Kozui Ishikawa, but I think this is a Minako Hamano joint. Um, <laughs> the uh, do you have any Link's Awakening experience? Uh, Link's Awakening? No, I don't. Okay, so the the thing about Link's Awakening is that it is adorable until it is not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Link's Awakening is. Uh, it's it's always been one of my favorite Zelda games uh, since it came out because of the way that it surprises you. Um, I'm going to give a quick spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't played this super old game. Uh, that um, so so Link's Awakening is uh, somewhat similar to Super Mario Brothers 2 in that it is technically all a dream. Um, but what Link's Awakening does is that it gets you attached to these characters in the dream. And the monsters that you are defeating, that are getting you closer, closer to waking up, uh, start warning you in more and more terrifying fashion after you kill them that you're going to kill everyone. If you wake up, everyone here dies. And 
this is um, this uh, area in the game. The song that I chose is Faith Shrine. This is where you pretty much f- that that really comes to a head of where it becomes just just really hits you over the head of like, okay, if you do this, you're gonna kill us all. Um, like I know we're the bad guys, we're the nightmares, we're trying to take over this world. But if you kill everybody, if you if you do what you're gonna do, we're all dead. <clears throat> Which is really kind of an unsettling thing in this very very cute version of the Legend of Zelda. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, the original version of this song is very very simple, um, as was as it was a lot of the music in Link's Awakening. It was very simple, but it was very effective. When they reinvented this song. For this game, the Face Shrine, this one was the one that hit me the hardest because it is a, it is very deeply unnerving. Um, it's very very string based, but it also <clears throat> incorporates the original Game Boy song, like with its original instrumentation and everything. It just starts playing the Game Boy song over what is already playing um, in the the track, and it kind of gives you this. It fills you with this overwhelming feel, sensation of dread and. Um, I guess a sense of urgency almost like it's th- the world is coming to an end by your hand or by someone else's it's it's all very interesting and I, I really really adore this game and uh, while Link's Awakening especially as you move deeper into the game does get some very wonderful wonderfully creepy music uh, this one in particular just really stuck out to me and if you haven't played the 2019 uh, remake yet uh, you are in for a treat because this is a wonderful iteration of a very spooky song so here is Face Shrine from Link's Awakening and this isn't my doing The this isn't an overplay right? like I said this this is the way it is in the game it does incorporate the original Game Boy tune which I thought was just brilliant so here is level 6 Face Shrine enjoy
that's the Face Shrine, level six from Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, the 2019 remake. And that song gives me the freaking chills. <laughs> I love that song. That was <sighs> incredible. I mean, even the, the original Game Boy piece feels like it belongs there. Right, and it's so different because it's got nothing in the background of it. The original one is just those notes repeating themselves, but they keep changing volume. Yeah. And that's what gave the song that, that over, overwhelming sense of eeriness, you know, in addition to just where you are in the game. And, like, you find this, this, uh, this like, tablet on the wall that has a picture of the wind fish and all these, um, like, hieroglyphics and stuff that you read that tells you about how, like, if you wake up, the island's going to die. And just... It was so spooky in general with the way that it keeps like, I'm, I'm losing the terminology the whole time I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to think about like, how am I going to say this? Because the way it, it like tops out, you know what I mean? Like it blasts the speaker too much. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like uh, when, when the Game Boy one gets, it just gets ultimately loud. It just, it always like kind of topped out the speaker, you know? And I remember listening to this, this song a lot because I've, I've played through Link's Awakening at least probably like half a dozen times um just played it through beginning to end because i really really love this game um and when i got to the face shrine on the switch version and it started off with these strings and like it doesn't start off like super calm you know it calls like, like somewhat calm but there's like it's not just a single violin or something like it just it kicks right in like chamber orchestra sadness you know <laughs> yeah and it is it's just it's sad it's eerie it's Tense. It is stunningly gorgeous. And then, then when they just like screw, it, we're playing the Game Boy song. Yeah, just just gonna plop it right in there. And it's like, oh, oh, we're doing this now. This is how it is in the face shrine. Okay, well, freaking done. Uh, just completely boggled my mind. I I love this new version. I love how freaky it is. It is so freaky. I love it. You know, having never heard it before, um, even the. Uh, the original piece uh, on its own, like I, I kind of tried to do my best to kind of isolate it. Yeah, that's that's creepy, but um, you know the the updated piece for the for the Switch remake is just gorgeous. It's just a gorgeous piece of music, and again, just like to incorporate the original a Game Boy track is genius, and then seamless, just brilliant piece of music, man. I'm I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I hope everyone else did too. I hope that I was able to intru- introduce some folks to a new track the same way you guys introduced me to some new stuff because this was a really really fun way to spend the night. Uh this was a, a lot of really awesome music uh, suggested by some some yeah. some great folks. Thank you guys so much for for pitching in on this one. Uh I'm really really enjoying doing these episodes where I get to uh you know pull pull a bunch of listener requests. So uh Look forward to more of that in the future. But uh, but that's it. That's going to wrap us up. That's our show. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yep. Thank you very much for listening. Um, uh, we're going to get back to uh, a little a little bit of normalcy for the time being uh, on our next episode. Uh, we get weird with the Super NES Classic. <laughs> Earthbound. We're doing it. Yeah, we're buddy. We're doing Earthbound. Uh, probably not going to fit the entire soundtrack oh in one God. episode. Because uh, it's humongous, but we're going to do our best to kind of, you know, get as much of the hits in there as possible. Because uh, it is it is a wild and strange soundtrack, and uh, I really do love that game, um, and I'm looking forward to doing it. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories on the games that we've discussed here today. So, And you can do so over on the Waveback forum page on Facebook. Just search for Waveback on Facebook and you'll find out more information on our next games as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. Uh, and uh, uh, as one of our listeners came from our Discord, if you're on the Stone Age Gamer Discord and go to podcasts, uh, we do occasionally talk wave back over there. It's mostly Stone Age Gamer podcasts, but we talk wave back there as well, because uh, it's fun, and we like video game music. Uh, and also, uh, if you haven't subscribed already, check out my YouTube channel, Waveback Overplay, where I combine very similar to Face Shrine, what we just listened to. I combine new and old versions of songs, uh, and I have been working on the Link's Awakening Overplay since the game came out. I am about ready to start posting it. It should start going up relatively soon, probably before this episode actually comes out. I'll, I'll actually start uploading the, the videos to YouTube. It's, it's a weird one, but... um. I, uh, I I recommend giving it a listen. So how are you feeling, Matt? I'm I'm feeling with my hands. Sorry, that's an old Animaniacs joke. Ah, 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 um, ah. I feel great. I mean, I, this episode was fantastic. I again, you say a lot of the stuff that I agree with, so it, I just sound like a yes man, but it's totally not true. Um, maybe you need to start saying things I disagree with. But all the listener uh, requests were fantastic. A lot of stuff that I, again kind of mirror what you said have said before would never have um heard on my own because i just won't get to some of these games or i haven't gotten to them before a uh, lot of great great requests and just as a personal note i love that we're able to interact with you guys um you know on the forum you guys are your voices are being heard by uh you know us picking tracks from you and I just want to keep it going. I think this is great. I love a big conversation. I love being able to, you know, reach the the people that are supporting and stuff. And, you know, my hope is that it helps us continue to put out great content and better content in the future. So you guys are, are excellent. You're amazing. And thank you for helping us broaden our horizons as far as, uh, you know, music soundtrack. Or, <laughs> that's redundant video game soundtracks are concerned and very quickly please be safe have a happy halloween i will mirror matt's statement in Boom. this in this instant there i'm 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 yes manning you this time right on <laughs> i like it it feels good yeah all right so uh to to send us off this was a request from last year from my friend chris chung uh and this is one of my absolute favorite hidden easter eggs in a video game uh, you had Symphony of the Night, right? Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, so you had Symphony of the Night on your PlayStation. Uh, did you ever put it into your CD player? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Did not. Well, I, I did. Uh, just, I don't even know why. I just... I, you know what? I do know why. Because every I, I noticed that on my PC version of uh, The Secret of Monkey Island, I could put the CD in my CD player and play the game's music. And so I would just periodically throw video game discs in to see if I could ever do that again. And you can't do that with Symphony of the Night. However, there is a secret audio track that plays if you put your uh, CD in, your Symphony of the Night CD into a, a CD player. 
Uh, it starts with a voice actor for Alucard saying, you know, something along the lines of this is a PlayStation black disc, but you're probably not. So don't don't play this track or, or don't don't listen to it on your CD player. But you're probably not going to listen to me anyway. And then it plays <laughs> a really cool tune, um, which is. Uh, so I, I tried to do some research on this. Um most people just call it secret audio track or something like that. I did find somebody list this as grave. Um, though I don't really know exactly where that comes from. Comes from. This is obviously from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, the soundtrack to that game was done by Michiro Yamane. Uh, did Rocket Knight Adventures, We Get In 3, and various Castlevania games. Uh, but I don't know that Yamane did this specific song because I can't find any song credits in this wasn't included in any of the actual game's soundtracks. So I'm going to assume that it's her work, uh, because it does kind of seem that way. Uh, But this is such a cool little Easter egg, and what a great way to finish off this episode, because uh, it's it's good, it's spooky, it's classic Castlevania music, uh, and it starts off with some great Alucard voice acting. So... um, Enjoy the crap out of this track, and thank you very much. Have a happy and safe Halloween, and we'll see you guys next time for Earthbound. Have a good night. As you can see, this is a PlayStation Black Disc. Cut number one contains computer data, so please don't play it. But you probably won't listen to me anyway, will you?